you know it's going to bother me all day. Oh, I know. Good morning. Good morning. It is uh, a couple of minutes after 9 o'clock. I don't even know what the temperature is. High of 58 today, breezy conditions, some rain. Is it off yet? No. you. Uh, he's got green all over I his face. I have green marker on my face, and I don't know how it got there. That's Patty right. did it while I was asleep. <laughs> That's what it is. Hey, I put a bunch of our uh, podcasts up on our website. Cool. Um, and so make sure you guys definitely go check them out. We do have somebody, because I could see the stats and all of that. So. Yeah. We've got a subscriber. Wow. So that's Do you know who's on my show tomorrow? Who? Besides you? Who? We have um, Kim Thatcher. Yep. And uh, Dan Farrington. Yes, we do. And it's going to be on tomorrow at 10 o'clock and a replay Sunday at 6 o'clock. And uh, we taped the interview with Kim Thatcher. I like her. She's fun. She is good. Yeah, she kind of rolls with everything. She didn't even tell me I had green marker on my face. <laughs> And it's not my toothpaste because that's blue, so I don't know what this green stuff is. Well, happy Friday, Terry. Happy Friday, everybody. I know. Isn't this fun? I so, like Fridays. This weekend is the Salem Home Garden and Wedding Show. from yes. uh, So it's October 28th through the 30th this weekend at the Oregon State Fairgrounds, the Jackman Long Building. Um, and on Saturday, in particular, from 2 to 4 p.m., they're going to have a kid's Halloween day cool. uh, costume contest and trick-or-treating. Um, they'll have the contest for the scariest costume, the funniest, cutest, best homemade, best original. So make sure you definitely go down there and check it out. I think it'll be fun for the whole family. What's the admission price? Does it say what it is? It's actually free. So oh, it's like free to it free admission and free parking. I mean, you can't get better than that in all honesty. No, you can't. So. Um, what did you do last night? I made a really good dinner, and I, I haven't made this in a long time because I was like, you know what? Because it's not Bo's favorite. He likes, you know, just the traditional meat, potatoes, gravy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good green stuff. beans, all that. And so I made this, like, rice with chickpeas and curry with peppers. Really? And it was the first time. And he's had it before, and he was like, wow, this is really surprisingly good. So I made it last night, and he was like, I, 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 I do love you. <laughs> But I don't love this. And it's the first time he didn't eat a meal I made. <laughs> oh. Oh. And I was like, you know what? Sometimes I just want to cook what I want. I make you everything that you want every night. And he was like, fair enough. That's okay. Fair enough. Wow. So that was a first for me. You know, but it was delicious. I ate every. I, I ate his portion, too. Good for you. <laughs> you made some pumpkin bread and brought it in the other day. That was so good. Did you enjoy that? That was good. Good. You got to heat it up and put it in the microwave. Uh, I didn't have time to heat it up. I ate too butter. fast. Did you? Yeah. So Sunday, we're taking a ride to Til- Tillamook because okay. I'm having a craving for cheese curds. Oh, yes. And you can only get them in Tillamook, apparently, around here. Really? So we're going to Tillamook Sunday. That'll be fun. I guess. Patty doesn't like cheese curds. She says, well, why do I have to go? Because you're driving. She says, what are you going to do? Sleep? (laughs) (laughs) If I can get this green stuff off my side of my face. Yeah. I'm really bothered by this. Well, I'm sorry. Well, happy Friday again. Hey, I want to give a shout out to um, one of our sponsors for this show. Go for it. And that is Advantage Heating and Air. So the weather is starting to cool down big time. Um, Heaters are starting to come on. So make sure you guys reach out for them for any of your annual maintenance. If you're not sure what's going on or if you need to get a new system, that's Advantage Heating and Air. Cool. Bongino's up next. Take it. On KSLM Radio, (laughs) 104.3 FM and 1220 AM. You're sure getting sassy. I know.
I'm all tangled up here. I'm all tangled up here. <laughs> You're right. No, I'm not. This chair got tangled up in my headset, and I can't... Uh... Okay, I just shook it loose. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> we're kind of running around with our uh, head cut off a little bit because we're getting ready for our interview with Christine Drazen here. So for the... Petitions for the recall of the school board members. Um, they need about a little over 16,000, but they would like 20,000 <clears> just in case <throat> some signatures don't get accepted. Okay. Sorry, I'm out of breath here. You mean both? I came running. Um, with that said, I think that they have a little less than 5,000. Uh -oh. So we really need to gather together, rally around this, sign the petitions. Um, There's some that have been turned in. Um, the petition sheet, but at the bottom it wasn't signed, so none of them count. Hmm. So, so why are they recalling these these three uh, folks? Uh, for what they stand for, what they're pushing on our children. Um, they're not giving the parents a voice. Many different reasons. Um, so, there's three of them. They um, have their they have dates. <clears throat> Excuse me. They're hitting it really hard to get these petitions signed. So, if you're interested, this Friday today. From 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., they're meeting at Sundial Park. That's on 2200 Lancaster Drive, Southeast Salem. On Monday, <clears throat> excuse me, they're meeting from 12 p.m. to 1.30 p.m. at the Sunnyside Mobile Park. And that's 4940 Sunnyside Road, Southeast Salem. On Tuesday, they're meeting from 10 to noon at the Paradise Island Park on Turner Road. Wednesday, November 9th, they're meeting at Starlight Mobile Park at 4882 Lancaster Drive. So these don't have to be done before the election? No. Okay. Mm -mm. On November 16th, they're meeting from 1130 to 130 at Walmart on Turner Road. And I have almost a a one every day from the 7th to the 18th. So okay. if you would like to sign one, please reach out to me and I will give you uh, a date and address and time that works best with your schedule. And uh, they have to be a member or a resident of Salem. Is that what I understand? Correct. As long as you have a Salem address, you are good. Um, I got a few different people that were like, well, I live, you know, in West Salem. So that doesn't count. I can't sign. And it was like, no, that's no, that counts. very much a part of it. So, okay. All right. They need our help really bad. So Well, then we should get on it. I know yes. I've signed it. You've mm -hmm. signed it. So uh, let's get on it. I know. I would say if you have signed it already, don't don't sign it again. But they have so many signatures that they collected that they weren't able to use because how, somebody how, didn't sign the bottom of the sheet. Okay. So yeah. you have to have like a volunteer that says, I witnessed these signatures. Right. They're all legit. Okay. And in, um, nobody signed that so they don't get accepted, unfortunately. Okay. Um, big event coming up Tuesday night. You and Jeff are going to be down at the convention center, hobnobbing with all the uh, the winners. We'll talk a little bit about that coming up in a few minutes. Also, want to remind everybody, Christine Drazen will be our guest today at twelve and twelve thirty. Stick around; it's going to be fun. You don't want to miss it <laughs> on KSLM Radio one hundred four point three FM and twelve twenty AM, your local best radio station. Thanks for tuning in, guys. You know, I may just uh, stay home tomorrow. And not oh, you stay. Well, luckily it's Saturday, so oh, that yeah. works. So I will stay home.
Good morning. It is a Friday, TGIF. Thank goodness it is Friday. A little after 10 o'clock, Terry Solomanda Smith. And uh, weather-wise, it's going to be breezy today. The highs around 58 degrees and rain and breezy. And rain. And breezy. And rain and rain yep. and rain and so, rain. So, you got any plans for this weekend? Um, kind of just, you know, I've been in a funk. I've been in a funk. Why are you in all a funk? All week. I don't know. Just, I think it's the weather. It's just kind of got me in just a... But we were looking forward to this rain. Maybe it's maybe it's Lucy. You're worried about your dog. Maybe. Yeah, that's why you're in a funk. Mm-hmm. I'm in a funk, too. Really? You know, yeah. You know what I'm doing? Hmm. Tomorrow, we're going to watch a chick flick. Oh, how fun. Which one? The one with George Clooney and Julia Roberts. Okay. I don't, I don't even know the name of it. But not only are we going to... Patty wants to go do it. She's already bought the tickets, so I can't get out of it. Where are you guys going? Um, Salem, Lancaster Mall. Awesome. How yeah. fun. Are you going to go on date night? Uh, we're going to go on a date afternoon. I don't stay up late. So it's a date afternoon. How fun. Yeah. And I said, all right, we'll go. Can I get some bonbons? And she goes, yeah, you can get bonbons. <laughs> and so I said, can I get some popcorn? Yep. Do I have to share it with you? Yep. So I'm getting two popcorns. Mm-hmm. Or just so, an extra large. There you go. Well, fun. I think yeah. I'm just going to be deep cleaning my house and just just doing my do home. We don't do that. Yeah. We don't deep clean any houses anymore. I'm like OCD about my house and cleaning oh, yeah? and all of that. Yeah. Can you talk to Patty about that? <laughs> Patty? I better be I better be quiet. Anyhow, so that's what we're going to do this weekend. What are you going to do on Sunday? See, the Broncos aren't playing this week, so I can't watch them lose a game. Oh, do they have a bye week? Yeah. Okay. So, See, I, I, so look they're at not, me go. Listen to you talking <laughs> football talk. Good gosh. Uh, they have a bye week, right? <laughs> yeah, they certainly do. Uh-huh. Who taught you that word? I don't know. <laughs> I think my son. Yeah. We're going to be interviewing Christine Drazen later today. Yeah, it's going to be fun. At uh, 12 and 1230, you know, she was a couple nights ago was on Hannity. And, yes. Uh, she held her own pretty good. And uh, he took real good. She looked nice, too. She they, is. They had her all fixed up and stuff and... She did good. Mm-hmm. She's really making some moves. Um, it's actually pretty awesome to see all of the good response. Um, I'm on a lot of social media platforms, and I can see the um, the other side's posts, you know, pushing their people. Yeah. And the comments on those They're are worried. hilarious. No, it's all, nope, sorry, not voting for a Kotex. Got, uh, Christine Drazen's got my vote. Already voted, vote red, red wave, here it comes. <laughs> it's just funny. It's like, wow, how embarrassing. I wouldn't even uh, put those ads up if I was them because they're just getting I, I can't wait to see these results I am yeah. over the moon excited I, I just, actually I just hope it's going to be a legit and not like the last one I, yes. I, I don't want to see them you know pull out from underneath the table a couple of suitcases full of ballots like they did last time mm-hmm. and uh, we just we just don't need that I just want it to be, uh, be be legit and now once Christine wins when does she take office? It's in November, right? I'm I think sorry, January. January. Yeah. yeah, I think at the first of the year. Are we going to throw a going away party for Kate Brown? <laughs> let's just throw Kate Brown. No, let's just, yeah, exactly. Oops, be careful. <laughs> Talk like that, you get into trouble. Really? Yeah. Oh. So I think we better shut up. All right, all right, all right. Just send it back to Dan Bongino then. It is a Friday morning. It is 1030. Terry Solomon Smith hanging out with Jews. With, with you. Jews. With Jews. Yeah. 
How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I just saw something that I I didn't understand. In 1944, President Franklin Delano Roosevelt was nominated for a fourth term of office by the Democratic National Convention. Fourth term. Can you do that? I don't think, no. I don't think you can do that. You can only do two terms, right? That's what I thought. Okay. They must have changed the Maybe the terms were two years instead of four years? I don't know. I don't know. Fourth term in office, huh? Huh. Yeah, that was a huh. Huh. <laughs> hey, we got Christine Drazen coming up here in just a little bit. We do. I'm so excited. I'm. This political season has really just got me ramped up. I'm. I'm learning so much. I'm super excited. Um, I'm really excited to interview her. Yeah, we talked to her once before, and uh, they reached out. They want to. They, you know, they mm-hmm. want to. Makes you feel famous. They want to. You know, hobnob with us. Hobnob. They want to rub elbows with us. <laughs> And uh, so uh, we told her, we'll give her 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, can we get 15? No, you're getting 10. <laughs> Deal with it. But she's going to be on uh, later on this morning, um, actually about noontime. And we'll have her for uh, 12 o'clock and then 1230. Yep. And we'll talk to her. And uh, we'll ask her how she did on Hannity. She was on oh, Hannity yes. the other night. She did really well. I have to yeah. go watch that because you've said that a few times now. Yeah. Now I want to. Now I'm good. Now I'm curious. It was, it was very good. I love that she's making news like that. Yep. And that she's getting the attention that she is getting because, and you know why, because it's going to be a big day in history when she wins mm-hmm. and it's that's being what, noticed. That's what Hannity said when he, when he did the introduction, he says, boy, there's going to be some big changes out West. He says in Washington and he says, and in Oregon. Mm-hmm. And then he, he started with the interview with her. So he even said, it's going to be a big, big changes out West. It is. I think a big red wave is coming. Um, if everything's legit and they don't. That's the whole thing. We were just talking about that off the air. That I hope it's all going to be legit. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see the, any just... The cheating. Yeah. It doesn't make it fair. It doesn't make it fun. It, it's it's just... Yeah. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Anything new on the Pelosi um, Hammergate? No, not yet. Get it? In, Hammer, Hammergate? Yeah. <laughs> they said... Um, Waited all morning to use ri- that line. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got it out. So am I. <laughs> They um, said that there was three people there. Now that there's two people there, um, they're not releasing any footages. They're saying that the security cameras didn't catch any footage. Um, The glass from the person that broke in, the glass is going outwards away from the house instead of into the house. You know, if you're breaking in and the glass would normally go inwards, not outwards. So it's a lot of interesting little facts and pieces that definitely don't add up. Um, I would be really curious to also hear the 911 call. Yeah, it's going to all play out. Mm-hmm, I also heard that um, her husband made the call of 911 from the bathroom. Prior to the assault. And then went back out like he was just going to take on this guy with a hammer. Yeah. And they were arguing when the police got there. It's just none of it really adds up, which is Per usual, I mean, we're talking about Nancy Pelosi's husband and and her, so um, that's just the norm, I guess. Nothing makes sense. And she's been kind of tight-lipped about it. She's not saying too much about it. Haven't heard a word. No. Of course not. Hey, it's time for Ben Bongino. We'll uh, see you tomorrow. All righty. Good afternoon. It is a Friday afternoon. Terry Solomanda Smith, and we're talking with the next governor, Christine Drazen. Christine, you were on Sean Hannity the other night. Uh, I'm telling you, you're getting some national uh, recognition now. 
Okay, I gotta say that's fun, but I'll take I'll take local radio, local <laughs> television, local friends all day long. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, one of the questions we have a lot of of uh, people asking is about the homeless. It's going on right now. Mm, um, mm-hmm. Well, one thing, I, when I saw you at the Freedom Business Fellowship last month, um, one thing that you were talking about to all of us was that Ted Wheeler had actually reached out to you to talk about his plan with cleaning up the homelessness, which is kind of exciting because I feel like he's almost welcoming you to that position. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's look at it that way. And let's see how long that lasts. <laughs> he's, he's realizing he it has was, no choice. It was, no, it was a good conversation, honestly. And I know since that time, his, you know, the Portland City Council has voted on a bunch of resolutions to act on that conversation we had. And they have formally, in the city of Portland, adopted resolutions to, to ban unsanctioned camping. And you know what? For them, that's progress. Let's make more. Absolutely. What, um, what do you believe are some of the specific causes in the uh, homelessness crisis that we're having here in the state of Oregon? Well, I I believe really strongly that the passage of Measure 110, which legalized hard drugs, has not helped our situation, and that we have become um, a destination for for those that you know are facing an addiction crisis in their lives. So I do think that's part of the challenge that we're experiencing right now. But you know, we definitely have a portion of that population that had kind of. Uh, insecurity in their economic lives, and there are certainly people that have been living in their cars and are waiting for their opportunity to get into an affordable apartment. But then there's a whole segment of that population that is choosing that lifestyle. And it is the segment of our homeless population that's choosing to be homeless that, you know, you offer them supports and services, you ensure that they know that there are shelter beds available to them, but if they decline them, they can't stay there. We're not going to allow people to choose a lifestyle of living on our community streets and in our community parks um, in Oregon. That's, that, is, that is not the culture of our state. It's not healthy for our communities, and, and we're not going to continue to allow it. Absolutely. So one of the questions is um, that one of our listeners asks is, should people um, camping face illegal citations or criminal charges then once they're removed and go back and start camping? Yeah, I don't believe that there is a path for there to be any criminal um, movement against them, but a citation that's a civil violation, absolutely. Um, there needs to be consequences for that behavior, and um, and we and we need to make sure that they know that we are very serious about this, so they don't just get to leave for a day and come back. Right, absolutely. Um, but, you know, the courts have been really clear it's not criminal to be homeless, uh, but it certainly breaks ordinances and rules, and there, there should be consequences for that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's also pretty scary because these these homeless tents, uh, Christine, are, are are coming up all over the place. Um, here in here yeah. in Salem, um, down by the mall downtown. You know, my wife wanted to go down and do some shopping, and I I'm not comfortable letting her go down there because uh, you have, they're right there in the parking parkade there, and it's it's just it's 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 does not doesn't feel safe. Mm-mm. Well, and it's not safe. And that's, and that's got to change. So, you know how I said homeless, being homeless is not a criminal activity, but should there be criminal activity that we have got, we've got to fully charge that. And so, you know, for, for those that are, um, that are intimidating, for those that are threatening, that are assaulting, or that are um, stealing, all of those things are actual criminal behaviors and, and that we need police engagement. We need our communities to be safe. Absolutely. 
So one of our listeners also was wanted us to ask what your thoughts are on Kate Brown's cap and trade bill that she's got put in. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you know what? Her her approach to leadership has been so heavy handed and has really harmed Oregonians. And this is another example of that. She's put in her own executive order on cap and trade when when she couldn't get it through the legislature, she she has uh, pushed past all appropriate limits of the executive branch, and she's adopted it uh, herself. On my first day in office, I will tear up the governor's cap-and-trade executive order, which yes. I believe was not appropriately adopted wow. and is beyond the appropriate scope of her office. And, frankly, Oregonians can't afford that, right? They just can't afford it. Uh, raising gas prices further is going to harm Oregonians. It's already astronomical. We're third highest in the nation. Yeah. Um, we can't afford higher heating costs. I mean, inflation, the way it's hitting families right now and businesses across our state, we cannot afford Democrats who have a global agenda, regardless of how it impacts Oregonians. Absolutely. We're going to take a quick break really quick, and then we will be right back. Good afternoon. It is 1230 on this Friday afternoon. Terry Saul, Amanda Smith, and we're talking with the next governor, Christine Drazen. I, I had the opportunity to to meet you a couple of months ago. I was the guy wearing the red shirt. Do you remember that? <laughs> okay. Apparently yeah, not. absolutely, Terry. Okay, okay. I just, I just want to make sure. Yeah, it was the red shirt that I was wearing that day. Oh, that's right. You yeah. were in that red shirt. Yeah, I was wearing that red shirt. Got okay, it. Okay, you got it. All right, just want to make sure. Uh, Christine, let's talk about the Oregon gun laws. Are they too strict? Uh, I don't, I, I actually think that uh, they are among the strictest in the nation. And I think what Oregonians need to know is that we don't need more. And we need to, we, we need to defeat Measure 114. And we need to make sure that the gun laws that we have on the books are enforced and that we, and that people that are criminals and felons, that they don't have access to guns and that law-abiding Oregonians have full access to their Second Amendment constitutional rights. Yeah. Okay. Um, so a recent state audit found that the schools need more oversight and accountability on their school funding. How would mm -hmm. you make sure that they were spending their funds wisely? Yeah. Well, right now our local schools are really... Um, hamstrung by what, by what I see as a political agenda from the state, where a lot of the school funding that goes to our local districts are driven by, to me, political agenda that says you don't get this grant, you don't get the support unless you do X, Y, and Z and you create these new programs or do what we say. Um, we need a couple of things here. We, ha we have a common chart of accounts among our schools. So schools are, are, have the opportunity to be able to share best practices across districts and ensure that they are spending their money wisely. I'll make sure that that's happening and that we do have accountability and transparency when it comes to local school district spending. We, we need to have more robust activity and, and participation in our local community school district budget committees. Uh, I served on one of those and I found it to be perfunctory at best. They don't actually use that process um, to ensure that you're engaging parents and you're engaging community members and how those dollars are being spent. And at a state level, the best way to know that the money is being spent properly and appropriately is by is by ensuring that the student that the students are the focus, that academics are the focus, and that we're focused on outcomes, improving our graduation rates and restoring graduation requirements, and having robust testing that that confirms for us that whatever schools are doing locally, that it's actually serving students and not leaving kids behind in exchange for an aggressive political agenda that doesn't support their future. Okay, do you have something, Terry? Yeah. What, what do you What do you think about? Uh the graduation rate, I mean, they're, they're talking about lowering the standards to get your diploma? 
Yeah, the answer is no, right? I mean, that they yeah. passed, my opponent, Tina Kotek, passed a bill to do just that, to Insane. abandon um, our our proficiency requirements for students before they're allowed to graduate. They used to be able to show that they were proficient in reading, writing, and math, and they, they eliminated those requirements. That doesn't serve kids. Um, dumbing down our diploma doesn't help them achieve their best future. We have so many kids now in the fifth grade that through COVID were supposed to be learning to read and, you know, kind of that third grade level. But now, you know, they've, they've just been moved, moved along. We, we are at a crisis point for our students right now uh, that are missing course, core skill sets. And we have got to support our local districts to say, you're professionals, you know how to do this. And also we're going to hold you accountable. Yep, absolutely. Well, thank you so much. We are out of time. We really appreciate you squeezing us in really quick for one last interview, and we can't wait to see you win. We, I'm, I'm just so, I'm so glad to be back. Thanks for having me. Absolutely.